Hello everyone, welcome back to the Funtime Podcast. Uh, it's been quite a bit, I think it's been like three months or something. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> There's been uh, a lot going on. I uh, didn't have people to record with or anything, didn't really have the time or the content. Uh, but now we're back with a season two again, but episode four, I believe. It might, I could be wrong, but that's what I think it is. Um... This episode, of course, is going to be about the NH trip, as you can see from the title, but also a little bit about Black Widow and Forever Purge. Um, there will be a little bit of spoilers for both of those, so I'll give warnings when that's going to happen. But um, before we get into it, uh, I've got a few things to go over. Um, obviously, like and comment. Uh, let me know if there's anything you want to hear about at all. Uh, also, there's going to be some, like, footage and photos mixed in from the trip with this video, so if you'd like to see any of that, uh, you're going to have to check out the YouTube video. I'll put that in with the link on other stuff, and obviously, if you're on YouTube, you're already here, so you'll be able to see it. So, um, nothing really new with me. Um, I've still been practicing the guitar and stuff. Um, I'm working out a bit more. Uh... I had my six-month anniversary with my girlfriend, uh, yes, two days ago, two days ago. I don't know how I almost forgot that. It was two days ago. That was when we saw Forever Purge again at the uh, West Wind Drive-In, I believe, whatever it's called. So there's that. We also saw Black Widow at the Red Rock uh, Casino Galaxy Theater, whatever it is. I think it's actually a Regal, but uh, I'll discuss that later. Um, so first up with the NH trip, which was mainly for my youngest brother's, uh, high school graduation and to show my girlfriend around, uh, New Hampshire and Massachusetts because she's never been. Obviously, I remember what we did and I have it written down here, but <clears throat> I don't remember the exact days of the order really that we did most of it because it was just hanging out and stuff. So I could look through my photos and date everything, but I'm not going to go that hard. So, um... Saw some friends uh, I hadn't seen in a bit. Saw my boy Nick, uh, Garrett, who I think you or you might know from. Uh, I think it's Garrett is Beast is his YouTube channel. Um, I'll put a link for that in the description uh, to check out. But we saw him, saw Nick, hung out a little bit. It was a good time because it's always good to be with the boys. You know, I didn't get to see any of my like. Um, high school friends or anything did get to see my friend's brother who's also graduating so that was cool because uh I've known him for a long time so that was good but the first few days I was there was mainly to be with my family because I hadn't seen them in a bit so I wanted to spend time with my mom my dad my brother obviously the one I haven't seen because Carter's with me and oh I forgot to mention he's back now so he should be in some episodes if I can get him to be involved we'll see um one of the things we did was uh, go to Canopy Lake Park, which is a theme park in New Hampshire. Um, I'll throw up a picture here, so I'll make a note of that for myself real quick. It's not huge. It's not like Six Flags, but there's some. There's a few cool rides, and I grew up going there, so it was cool to take my girlfriend there and go for my brother's graduation. Funny thing was, I, I used to be used to be. I used to be really good with spinny rides, like especially compared to a lot of my friends. A lot of them just did not like doing them, didn't either couldn't handle it or just didn't really prefer them. It was really my thing because I'm afraid of heights. I don't I don't do that. I don't do big rides like that. So this time around, though, 
uh, not being in a few years, I don't know if it's that or just getting older, but I could not handle a lot of the same shit that I used to go on. Like it was a struggle to be on this ride called the Turkish twist, which is, I can't, I can't remember exactly what the type of ride is, but basically it's a cylinder and you stand against the wall and it spins fast enough to hold you against it. And then the floor slowly drops. So it's like, hello, sorry for the interruption. My throat gave out saying that last statement. So as I was saying, the floor drops and you kind of just stick to the wall and it spins around. I was not doing well this time with it. It was real bad. I didn't puke, but I honestly felt like I was going to, and that's never, ever happened to me. And then that continued to happen for the rest of it. So that was fun. But I did also go on a ride, which for some reason I had never been on for combination of when I was younger. I didn't like the height, even though it's not that high. And uh, I didn't really feel like getting wet or waiting in a big line, but it's this thing called the Yankee Cannonball. It's just a really simple, like, log flume kind of ride where you go up in, like, a stupid uh, theme park version looking up a boat. That statement made no sense, but you know what I mean? And it just goes up uh, an incline, takes a turn, and drops back down to the water. And the part of it is if you're standing in the area, which is supposed to be, like, old Boston, uh, next to the ride, there's, like, a splash zone for it because it is a pretty big splash. But I did that, um, waited on or waited around for my girlfriend and my two brothers to go on a ride that I will admit I'm a baby and did not go on because I don't do heights. And I met a kid who was also doing the same thing because his friends wanted to go on it. He didn't. So we had a little conversation, talked, didn't see him again. So that was kind of cool. And um, my favorite ride, <clears throat> sorry, was this ride called the Techno Psychodrome, Technodrome, I think is either a movie or something that I can't put my tongue on right now. But it's basically one of those, it's got a crane arm in the middle and there's three, or I think two of them, and there's three or four uh, arms with seats on them that spin around all about each other and it's in the dark and there's techno music and flashing lights and stuff. So that was cool. Um, and then the end of the day, as we're leaving, um, my brother decides now he wants Dole Whip, so we gotta go across the whole fucking uh, theme park when it's all hot and shit to get in line for that. And everyone was getting angry and shit, but then my uh, girlfriend got the rum Dole Whip, so that kind of obviously helped a little bit. And um, <laughs> the funny part was it said that there was, like, you can't take alcohol beyond the area we were in. Obviously, because it's Dole Whip, nobody's checking, so it was right out with that. So that was cool. Uh, everyone shared a little bit of the Dole Whip. And um, then we were on our way. So that was about that for the day of Canopy. Um, I can't remember when exactly after. I think we just hung out and stuff. Um, one day we went fishing. I thought we were going to go f not as far into this uh, river or forest that we were going to. I don't know why the fuck I said river. But uh, my brother and I, I guess it was really my brother, but I'm not going to get into that. But he didn't inform my girlfriend of the environment we were going to be walking in. So she's wearing Birkenstocks and uh, gets blisters pretty fast, I guess, because she's not used to walking a lot in them. So she's upset now because she's got blisters, which sucks. And I've got Carter being like, whoa, whoa. So it's whatever. But uh, we fished. And um, I've fished in this spot before with my friends. And we've caught maybe one or two fish uh, at the most at each visit because we don't usually stay that long and there's not a, it's not a huge pond or lake or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's a pond, but we go there and this woman catches like 
is she caught like four or five fish in the span of like 45 minutes out of this pond that I'm usually never getting them that fast out of. And I have no idea how she's doing it. And it's just happening, happening, happening. And then I'm over here uh, with tweezers trying to get the hook out and the thing keeps slapping me and I had to have Carter do it. And then Carter's covered in fucking uh, fish juice and like oil. So he smells lovely. So that was a good one. Um, we ended up, she ended up snapping the line. So we had to go. And then uh, we just headed home and chilled out for the rest of that night. Um, the other days were really just either hanging out or there was Caden's graduation. So we went to that. And because of the heat, uh, they moved his uh, graduation time like an hour back. And um, this is prior to the parade, but we don't really need to get into that. That was just a bunch of stupid nonsense because it was a fuckload of cars driving through one small area of the town. And it was really ridiculous. But um, the thing was with this, uh, I almost said funeral, <laughs> graduation, is that it started at, I think, eight, seven or eight. I, I can't remember. I really was just like so zoned out because it was so hot and humid and it was such a long walk from the uh, parking lot to the graduation thing because the school he goes to has been around for a while. It's somewhat of a regional high school it's more like a thing where it's a kind of a private high school but if you live within the town that it's located you get to go there for free because it's just a high school but if you live in other places you're gonna have to pay whatever their ridiculous tuition might be but that's besides besides the point Jeez, school's big school's old uh they were on a football field the football field for the school and the way back which is across the street from the school and then all the way at the back so it must have been like half a mile maybe even no it's not it wasn't a mile it was at least a half mile though walk and everyone's like dressed up nice and it's humid as shit and my girlfriend's got blisters so she's upset she's gonna walk that far which is understandable but then we get there and it's just it keeps going and going forever and there's i'll i'm gonna put a picture in at the end or just right here actually first this specific part but they had those big floodlights on the field and there was it looked like snow, the amount of bugs that were just around this thing. And with the humidity and everything and how much, how, fuck, how many mosquitoes there were, it was just a mess. And we were there for so long. I don't think we got back till like, well, like 1030 or something. And then we were supposed to like do a thing after and like hang out for him and shit. And then everyone just crashed because it was so late and everything. And it was just, yeah, not a good time overall. But, um, need my glasses real quick because I'm looking at stuff now. They're gross. And they have a drink of water. Um, yeah, so that's about it for the graduation. Uh, we hung out, obviously, other days with people again, Nick and Garrett and stuff. But um, the other big highlight was uh, taking my mom and my girlfriend to Salem, uh, Massachusetts to look at stuff like the... Uh, museums and shit i'll put up a few photos uh starting now so let me pause this and take a note for myself i had lived there obviously not obviously you wouldn't know this why do i say things like this sometimes uh, i lived there for a little bit as a baby so i wouldn't remember it i've seen pictures but it was a way for my mom to kind of hang out with my girlfriend and i and her to see a place that she hadn't been in a while and for my girlfriend to see where the salem witch trials were and all that nonsense um, not that it's nonsense, it actually happened, I just say things. 
Um, so we started out parked at a parking garage, obviously, because we had driven about an hour and 40, I don't remember, fucking something like that. But um, walked out, went to the Salem Witch Museum, um, which was really cool. Basically, it's an interactive tour. I need water. Not interactive, I should say. There's quote-unquote animatronics at the beginning when you sit in a church that was one of the old ones from the 1600s or whatever. <coughs> Sorry. And um, uh, there's a narration explaining the trials and everything and how, like, hysteria and misunderstanding and people being ridiculous led to all of it. And uh, lights, like, uh, I was almost said floodlights, like uh, stage lighting kind of things, like the lamps, whatever the fuck they're called, focus on uh, individual animatronics that are not animatronics. They're just, like, statues. And those things... Uh, are a part of the story so as he's talking or narrating it it'll go along to what you're being shown but it was like obviously not very high quality because the animatronics didn't move or anything but um after that they lead you into this area that's like um a guided tour of like this stuff they have on walls like murals and old old artifacts and stuff which is cool and then they um explained how like witch hunts uh occurred through history and still do um, and they used some examples that were really cool, like how, um, like the AIDS epidemic, the witch hunt was like targeted at a uh, homosexual community because people didn't respect them or at, at any reason for that time, or at least a lot of people didn't. So it was an easy scapegoat, um, because people were afraid of AIDS and they didn't understand it. So people made shit up to hurt other people and ostracize them to make themselves more comfortable. And it's terrible, but it is a good example of how these things still occur. Uh, and then after that, we went to the gift shop. Uh, great transition from that, right? Um, my girlfriend got a couple cool things. I got this cool uh, fucking two-ounce shot glass, which I might uh, take a picture of and throw it in right here. So let me make a note of that. Uh, then we walked around a bit and uh, looked at some other stuff. Um, I'm going to put a lot of those pictures at the end in a little montage I'm going to do. Um... But yeah, um, we saw the um, memorial stones, not the graves, but we, we were next to an old grave site from that time, which is cool. But um, there was um, all the things that uh, memorialize all the people that were killed, like Giles Corey, who was the guy who was crushed to death. Uh, if you, I'm not going to talk about that story. Um, you can look it up if you want. But basically, he was crushed to death over like two days because he didn't want to have his family's uh, land taken away from him. So that was cool. Um we saw a lot of cool shops, um, cool uh, older buildings, obviously, so that was a good time. Uh, then we ate at this, um, hold on, need some water. It was a cute little, like, hole-in-the-wall Thai food place. It was cool. It felt like being in someone's home. It just, the food wasn't spectacular, like, for even, like, corner of the street, like, Thai food standards, but maybe it was what I got. But, um, yeah, after that, we went home. It was a real good day. <clears throat> I hadn't been able to do anything with my mom in a while and hang out with her because she works a lot, and it was cool to be able to do that with her and uh, my girlfriend, so that was nice. Um, those are pretty much the highlights of the trip. Uh, not much else was really a big deal that I would think to mention. Uh, so with that, I guess we can move on to talking about Black Widow. Uh, that was the first movie I saw in a theater 
uh, since the pandemic started. So I was really excited for that. Um, we went to the Regal at a Red Rock Casino in Las Vegas. Hello, I edited out a burp. Anyway, uh, yeah, Regal Casino, Regal Casino, Red Rock Casino, the Regal Theater. Um, nice, nice theater, lots of space. Uh, seats weren't amazing. They were okay. They leaned back, which was nice automatically. Um, there was a guy and his girlfriend behind us that kept talking the whole fucking time. Like we, my girlfriend and I heard at one point, um, I don't know if you've seen it already. It doesn't really matter, but, um, it's because it's in the trailer, but David Harbour plays the guy who's the dad, uh, quote unquote of Natasha and Florence Pugh's character, uh, Yelena. And at the beginning they show him younger cause it's a flashback. And in the following scene, he's just how he looks currently so a little bit more aged because i they either physically de-aged or used makeup but they did something uh he has a beard now but obviously still the same guy because it had just seen had either just passed or it had been five minutes and this dude's girlfriend goes is that their dad and i'm i'm trying to contain myself i'm freaking the fuck out because it's like i try not to get on people for being like that but it's so obvious and uh i was talking to carter about it and he said the same thing about the guy talking. He's like, we were both like, you had all of pandemic to sit around and talk through movies without being, without there being people around and you're choosing to do it now. And Carter's take on it was like the Batman thing where he's like, he's not the douchebag we needed, but the douchebag we deserved because he felt that way because he's the social douchebag warrior or something, just made a new one. He feels like he needs to be the guy to be bad. So that's it. Um, discussing the actual movie, um, the only good scenes to me really were the big action set pieces. I mean, obviously there's some good like interpersonal stuff, but I feel like a lot of it was rushed. Like they didn't have time, but I think a lot of people would agree this movie felt a bit like an afterthought. Um, there is like parts where there was some thing falling from the sky. I'm not going to explain it if you care and you want to see it. Um, the individual fights are pretty good and violent, uh, for Marvel, uh, there's a scene where Florence Pugh is attacking someone and just stabs the shit out of her, like, real good. I was pretty surprised to see that in a Marvel movie. Um, like I said with the family thing, like, there's scenes where the dialogue is obviously, like, there and it's good. And there's some good family building stuff. But um, you don't really, you don't really feel like that attached to it because it, it gets shoehorned into random scenes like to make it flow right I don't mean shoehorned in a way that it's like all of a sudden we're here but it's more like it's shoehorned in it in a way that it feels like they had to get it somewhere because they didn't have the time to really develop it well so that was kind of frustrating to me seeing it was to me the stronger point of the film uh Florence Pugh is probably the best part her and David Harbour both very funny in this movie I've heard some stuff about some of the things that Florence Pugh said that were quite funny were actually improvised, so that's good. Um, I quite enjoyed her in Midsommar, obviously. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you definitely should. But um, now is where we're going to do a little spoilery shit, so if you don't want that, I'll put up a thing for when to skip. Um, I'll go back in and put it in right here to tell you when to skip, because it's a podcast, obviously. Okay, so there's this thing where Taskmaster, who we've seen in the trailers, ends up being the daughter of the guy who runs the Black Widow project, which is and uh, Natasha's goal, Black Widow's goal, and everyone, like, Elena and everyone's goal is to stop that program. His daughter uh, was killed, quote-unquote, by 
Natasha when she needed to see her enter this man's office to know he was there in order to kill her. So her whole arc is thinking that she killed this nine-year-old girl, finding out she didn't, and then coming to terms with that, and then apologizing. And that's who Taskmaster is. She's the little girl. The little girl. I don't have a problem with any of that. Sorry, my phone just went off. Let me mute that. I don't have a problem with them really changing any of that, because obviously um, comic book storylines change all the time. Characters change all the time. It'd be boring if it was the exact same thing with the comics. But the thing was, they didn't really talk or anything like that. And I mean, I think that maybe it was a, mo I can't remember if there was a modular voice or something, but that would have been fine to hide that it was a woman. But usually Taskmaster is quite like mouthy, kind of like a dickhead version of Spider-Man. He just kind of talks a lot about himself and how good he is and all that. None of that was there. There was no dialogue coming from them really. And on top of it, when uh, Natasha ends up, because there's this uh, crystal dust they're supposed to be using or some, I don't know what the fuck exactly it is. But they use it to break the mind control that the Russian dude put on all the Black Widows to make them do whatever he wants and all that shit. And when she uses it on that, uh, when Black Widow uses it on Taskmaster's character, she obviously comes out of the hypnosis, asks if her father's gone, and kind of like lays over. And it, she look, kind of looks like she's dead, but she's not. They're going to take care of her. But it just seemed like a really abrupt, like, okay, here's the resolution. She's good now. And there's no conversation with her. She's just going to go off. It, that, and then she can't be Taskmaster now, right? So what my guess is either they're going to find some weird way to make her Taskmaster again or they did some cheeky bait-and-switch thing where this person's Taskmaster for this movie and then they're going to bring in the male one because originally the character is male. So me, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But um, uh, David Harbour, again, uh, I guess is kind of a spoiler, uh, doesn't really... Uh, do anything but crack jokes. The prison escape scene they had was kind of cool. He like breaks a dude's arm when they're arm wrestling, which is pretty rad. And then, um, cause he's just beating a whole bunch of people at it. And then they escape. It's pretty cool. There's this really stupid joke where he's not in shape anymore, even though I feel like someone that has superhuman strength would be getting in good shape in prison, but I, whatever. But, uh, he like has to squeeze into it and he's like, oh, look, it still fits. And that's basically all he does is he's like, ha ha, I'm funny. But at the beginning of the movie, he's the one that gives Natasha and Elena away to the Russian dude whose name I don't care enough to look up and, uh, send them into the Black Widow program. So I don't know why he then becomes the ha ha uh, person. Like they could do that after he's made actually, he's actually made up with them and then he can fight with them, but they don't do any of that. And it's just kind of frustrating to me. But I guess that's enough for uh, the spoilery shit. I guess overall, uh, I can't care too much about what happened in this movie because Natasha's dead. And I felt like it was kind of a weird place in the timeline to put the movie. Um, overall, I guess I'd probably give it like a six or something. But I don't. I just didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, the next thing we'll go to is uh, Forever Purge, I suppose. Uh, I saw that with my girlfriend uh, the other day for our anniversary because she wanted to go to the drive-in, which was kind of our thing. So uh, we got some sushi, then we went to the drive-in. There wasn't really anything. She said she would have, after the fact, she said she would have picked um, Escape Room, uh, whatever, uh, Champion Edition, whatever the fuck it's called, because uh, that would have been at least more entertaining. So that tells you something about Forever Perch. Um, I paid so little attention to this movie that I'm not going to offer you anything in terms of an, any sort of, I know the black widow thing wasn't really in depth, but I have less to say about this. Like it was so boring. 
there was shoehorned political shit. And I know that's become a staple of it now, but I feel like it's gotten even worse. It was just so fucking bad. Like, I couldn't, I can't even, I saw it like two days ago or something. I can't even remember how it ended because I cared that little. It was so not entertaining. I did not, it just was bad. It was purely bad. I don't have anything else to say. I'm going to keep repeating it if I don't stop myself. The movie, don't see it. Bad. Uh, we kept looking at the screens next to us because there was just like, oh, this person's doing this now. Let's shoot this guy. It's fucking, who cares? You know, fuck that. Fuck the forever purge. Uh, yeah. So, um, that's all I got. Um, I'm thinking about doing some like in-depth videos on like, um, mysteries and shit like that and weird science stuff so if, if that's if you got this far and you're interested in that um let me know uh in the comment section or tweet or something um i'm gonna put a cool little um video not video fuck um photo montage with some videos i guess at the end of this so yeah thanks for watching if you got this far i appreciate it i know it's been a bit uh, i know i also don't have a lot of viewers but i appreciate what i have so Thank you, and I'll hopefully see you next week.